Hey everyone, welcome back to Chooch Chats, a quarantine travel guide. This will be volume 6, or episode 6, whatever. It's uh, the 6th installment of Two Chooch's Travels When Maybe They Should Have Been Quarantining. Uh, This next excerpt is a little bit different for me. I'm used to reading sort of scrubbed up journal entries that were recorded in real time. Uh, This, Tony asked me to recollect our first job together, post-quarantine, post me getting laid off, post-Tony getting laid off too, technically, because the bar had to close. The bar he worked in had to close. So this is is both of our first jobs after being laid off, essentially, from our regular uh, employment. So, uh, thanks for coming in, coming and tuning in. Check out the old episodes if you need to get caught up. They're uh, shaping up quite nicely, I think. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you everyone for any feedback you might have given me. It is all much appreciated. Uh, so sit back and enjoy Chooch Chats, a quarantine travel guide. March 22nd, 2020. This is not a journal entry in real time. This is my recollection on the moment based on a series of my own journal entries as well as conversations with Tony about the job. As we've covered, I'm making decisions based on my reactions to the pandemic and events it triggers. Fright and anger. I think most of the world was scared and angry. I say this based on conversations I had with people far and wide. Many people were scared of themselves contracting the virus, or even worse, someone they knew who was far more susceptible. To be perfectly honest, I didn't give a shit if I got it. I thought I would be fine. I thought I already had it and got over it. What I was scared of was getting it and giving it to other people. That's still what I am most scared of, though at this point, after all I've done and after where I've gone, I am far less scared of this. I was also scared of surviving on unemployment. I had been told in the past by people I knew on unemployment that it was peanuts and tough to get by with that alone. I immediately started applying to grocery stores and drug stores and wherever I thought was essential at the time. I did so sheepishly, as I thought about the four other people in my apartment and how they would not like the fact I would have to go to work at those places for fear of their own health and mortality. I would find out shortly that I was right about this. In these early moments, I discovered quickly what concepts like bravery, fairness, diligence, and perseverance meant to me. I'm glad I didn't have to go to work for a grocery store, but I would have. I'm glad I was offered contract work with this building maintenance company called UG2 instead. And I am very glad that I had a place to go to get away from everyone after going to work, even though at the time I felt ostracized for doing what I knew was the right thing to do. In hindsight, it's a minor form of injustice, but it's still injustice. 
Just as a reminder, as we talked about this in previous podcast, the extra place I had to go to was that of a lady's I was dating for a short time. M.A. is how we refer to her in this story. She had given me her keys before she herself left the city to quarantine with family. March 22nd, 2020. I get the call from Tony, not Dave, that there's work downtown disinfecting a couple of floors in a high-rise office building, as there had been a confirmed case of COVID-19 working the office floor roughly two weeks prior. Very quickly, we begin to call confirmed COVID cases ronies, sometimes zombies. Fuck yeah, get me out of here, I told Tony after having been stuck in my apartment for only seven days straight, which at the time felt both like a fun exercise and an eternity. Also, I think I'm going to need the money. Tony picked me up early on Sunday morning to get us to the very empty downtown Chicago, to get started battling the Rona. For those of you not too terribly familiar with Chicago, and more particularly downtown Chicago, the downtown area can feel empty. Not a lot of people live there. After working hours, or on most weekends, particularly Sundays, the people who do stay there tend to be either tourists, or those who are there out of necessity, or for unfortunate or even nefarious reasons. This Sunday morning, none of those people were there. It was empty. The only people I saw were the occasional bus driver, driving a bus, building security, Dave, and Tony, Giamichael. Dave brought Tony and I to the UG2 company offices so that we could fill out paperwork to be part-time slash contract employees. Hey Dave, how's this going to affect my unemployment? I honestly have no clue, he replied. I was scared to fill out this paperwork because I didn't know which I could count on more, consistent work as a Rona buster or a steady flow of government cheese. I sided with the part of me that wanted to do the work. I wanted to prove my worth. I don't like handouts. If I showed up today for these people, I would simply have to worry about tomorrow, tomorrow and trust the people I help today can help me tomorrow. It worked out for me then and has consistently for the last year. It's not lost on me that the people I was helping were also in turn helping me in this moment. But still, I fought the fear. I just did it. And I was able to do both, work disinfecting areas where confirmed COVID cases had popped up, and collect unemployment consistently. After the paperwork was done, we got geared up to go on to the site. The infection zone. Masks had yet to be entirely commonplace, so we were given those. Gloves and face shields. At the site, Tony and I were equipped with brand new disinfecting spray guns. They were made in China. Impossible to get at the time. And used electrostatic technology which allowed the disinfectant to cling to and spread across the entire surface area of whatever it touched. It also worked on electronics. These were very important at the time. We also each got our own tub of high-octane Clorox wipes in our own trash bags. The crew to hit the floor consisted of Tony and I as well as about five other employees who worked full-time for UG2. We were all decked out like the CDC or any government scientist working a quarantine in the movies. I have no recollection of what any of the other guys there that day actually looked like. Dressed like baddies, about to get popped by the hero... 
We collected into a narrow housekeeping office in the loading dock area of the high-rise tower. We were well within the mandated six-foot distance from each other. Not that it mattered. We were all geared up to go face-to-face -face with the enemy. Who are we to assume that these newfound comrades had anything to fear? This is when our fearless leader gave us the pep talk. Alright, we're here. Thank you all so much for coming. I want you all to not worry. What we know about the virus is that it lives in air for about three hours, no more. It can live on non-living surfaces for no more than five days. There was one confirmed case on the 36th floor. It has been two weeks since that individual has been on the floor, and it has been ten days since there has been anyone on the floor at all. Now, I wouldn't be here myself if I didn't think it was safe. This, he points to Tony, is my son Tony. I certainly wouldn't have him here if I didn't think it was safe. Oh yeah, and that's Zack, Tony's best friend. I could honestly give two shits about him. Everyone had a good laugh at the last comment. It was much needed, too. Let the camaraderie begin. After the grand pump-up speech Dave dropped on us, we all took off for the infection zone. We got into elevators two at a time. The rides were silent and nerve-wracking. We got to the floor like a couple of infantrymen in an apocalyptic video game. Perhaps the most eerie part of the whole trip so far. Though a completely empty downtown Chicago was high up on the list too. Even now, just seven or eight days after the shelter-in-place announcement, this office floor served as a time capsule. What did people leave behind? Did they think they'd be coming back in a day or two? A week? I saw family pictures. Sweaters. Cold coffees, warm sodas, cubicles decked out with birthday decorations, old Valentine's Day decorations cluttering the floor. It was like a spooky disaster movie. We got to work spraying and wiping down everything on site. Desks, keyboards, computer mice, cubicle partitions, rolly chairs, waste baskets, sinks, refrigerators, break areas, everything. We each took a quadrant and circled the office floors. Everything's clear over here. I called to Tony across the floor. Yeah, if any Roni made it over here, it's dead now, Tony replied. The action movie quips continued as we covered the office and ourselves in some very potent disinfectant. Breathing became kind of gnarly. Sweat started to spread. Even though it wasn't particularly strenuous or time-consuming, the activity, mixed with the stress, mixed with the chemicals, made it feel like hard, painstaking work. The jokes made the situation bearable and moved much quicker. It took us all about four hours in total. There was a lot of area to cover. Tony and I, sweaty and smelling of disinfectant, went to the car and returned to our own dwellings. I made sure to steer clear of my four roommates as best I could. I continued to wipe down anything I touched. I stripped off my clothes and took a shower immediately. Finally. Done. That's how you make four hours feel like eight. Tony's lasagna was a perfect meal for afterward. <sighs> that was a weird experience. It wasn't going to be the last. Hopefully, for my unemployed ass, it wouldn't even be close to the last. If this is what I have to do to just get by for now, put me in, coach. At the time, 
This little gig gave me purpose. It provided me focus. I didn't have to run. I just had to help when I could, where I could. I always say don't work too hard. But only don't work too hard in case you have to work too hard sometime real soon. And seriously, don't stop working. And now for a little choo-choo chat. I believe we're recording. We're on. We're on. Zach, are we on? We're on. We're on. Welcome to Chooch Chat, the only podcast whose opinions of the real issues don't matter. I'm Zach. And I'm Tony. And this is Chooch Chat, asses with issues. Yay! We actually did it. Asses with issues. Asses with issues. Let's raise the roof. Let's raise the energy in here. Uh, Let's get it going. We're a couple of working stiffs, you know. Yeah. On man. a Wednesday, yeah, on man. Hump Day. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I uh, okay. I really like that you did that. You did that episode. Sorry, I'm, I'm just adjusting the sound, so it's fucking can't. It was all for you, boo. Yeah, man. I mean, it's important because it's important because that's what kind of kicked the whole thing off. I mean, the whole yeah, travel it's part. True, off. and I, you know, I mean, well, it's sort of in my journal. It's funny that I just kind of glazed over it. Right. I mean, because, I mean, I know the, the, the first travel was you going to New Orleans or New Orleans. How do you say it? Yeah. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. And, uh, but like, you know, the, 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 one of the biggest parts of the travel was the, the disinfecting. And it's yes, like, that became the, the catalyst for most of the travels. Clearly. Right. So even though that wasn't like the biggest story involved with, with the traveling. It was, you know, it, it it deserved to be touched on uh, a little more than, than like a paragraph. Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. And uh, and you're a good writer. And I like hearing your voice. And I and hey, I, li- I also like how you put on a character for my father. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you changed your voice. You went full actor mode in this episode. Hello, that's right, everybody. Man. He has some training. He has some talent. Uh, so uh, yeah, hire me. Yeah, uh, whoever's listening to this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> I sure there's a big agent out in LA listening to this right now. It doesn't even need to be be a big agent in LA. Just anyone who's got any voiceover work at all, bro. I'll tell you what, that grocery store manager, if he heard this right now, he'd be he's like, "Get me this guy. I need a bag of groceries today." <laughs> we didn't hire this guy before. <laughs> what were we thinking? Did you hear the impression of that other guy's father? What's funny is later on, I'd get calls from the grocery store and shit like that. And at that point, I was so wise to how everything was going down. Plus, you know, we'd have the yeah the possibility of uh, disinfecting gigs that I'd straight up be like, nah, I'll call you back. And yeah. just never call him back. I feel like you kind of made money during the disinfection. <laughs> you did. I made, you kind of. I made more money than I ever made. Yeah, you, you, like, you, you came out of this like super good. Compared to some, like, uh, it was, you know, and it really, I'm so happy for it because it was, and so happy for you because it was like, yeah, like, here's the proof. This guy right here, I could point at this guy right here and be like, like, there is proof that during hard times, like, if you, how do I say this? If you stand up to those hard times, you know, with your head held, held high, 
and and keep yeah. mo- and keep moving forward. You know, sometimes you make your own luck. And it was yeah. it was like I think you should you know just trying to say trying to say maybe you should be proud, uh, but not too proud. I am proud. Don't go uh, rubbing it in, all right. Uh, so. I'm not gonna rub it in, but I would never rub it in. No, I'm, I'm fucking busting your balls, buddy. You fucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm one glass in, Tony. So you better watch it. So everything is real. Everything is serious. <laughs> um. So I just want to point out the injustice of it was the injust you you brought up the injustice right so the injustice yeah. of not being allowed back in your home is is what you were yes right do you pretty much f- and, and and can can you explain how you feel uh, how you felt about that a little more what did, did were you <laughs> em- empathetic to their or sympath like sympathetic to to their issues with it uh like did did you understand it or were you just yeah i think i i think one of my biggest great question first of all tony you're great at questions um (laughs) way better than me but uh (laughs) dude dude, all you gotta do is end a sentence with a question mark at the end of it and (laughs) and it's like what and like everything everything is a question Yeah, totally. Yeah, so uh, go go right ahead. Um, but <laughs> see if yeah, you're great. I, I see if you're I, as I think... as good at answers as I am as at questions. <laughs> Impossible. Yeah. Impossible. I think I think I'm empathetic <laughs> by nature, mm-hmm. Tony. Uh, and I think uh, empathy hit an all time high at the beginning of all that. Yeah. Of all this. Yeah. I think it did for a lot of people, even if, even those who aren't very empathetic. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot less like, oh, woe is me, uh, just across the board. It was a lot more like, oh, shit, how's everybody doing? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I was empathetic and sympathetic because um, a couple of the people in those houses had some serious shit going on right. at the time. Right. Uh, you know, and uh, and I, as you, as you just said, sort of made my own luck uh, leading up to it even. Uh, I, I certainly did during, but even leading up to it, the misfortune that I was going through uh, before the pandemic, I had begun to make my own luck even then, which carried over into the early stages of uh, quarantining and being laid off and all that stuff. So yeah. uh, it's not that I wasn't willing. It's It was more of just sort of, the reasoning uh, like why why certain people were there at all right um so pe- other people who didn't actually live there were giving their opinion on whether or not you could come to your house not to me directly but i'm almost certain they would yeah of course yeah that were that was the part where i felt like you should you have a right to be a little pissed like yes, if, exactly. because there's people who are who you are doing a favor essentially Ex- exactly yeah. And that's what I was doing. And, you know, at the time it's scary. So, of course, my emotions are running high. Yeah. And, of course, I'm thinking of it as an unjust act by the small group in the apartment. Yeah. Um. Because, you know, uh, every, because the world was ending as far as we knew. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah mean, I know. I know. I uh, mean, that fuck it. Downtown was empty. Everywhere yeah. we went was empty. And we went places. The The highways were empty. I had, small towns were empty. The big cities were empty. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I had no idea. 
those first few weeks, it was like nobody knew anything that was going on. Exactly. At all. At all. <laughs> like, remember, we were, we were talking about how uh, we had believed, everybody at one point had believed that Advil was bad for you and actually kills you quicker if you take it. Like, that was right. a thing. That was like a real thing. You know, that was... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's yeah. so, so stupid looking back on it now. But and it, the cigarettes, the the back and forth between the cigarettes, smoking cigarettes, you, you shouldn't do it. And then there was an article saying it was you were probably better off. It, 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 you know what? You're, you're better off smoking cigarettes. <laughs> then you're just yeah. like, what the fuck? What the fuck, dude? I forgot about this? that. It's so ridiculous. The whole the masks, then the no masks, and the masks, and the yeah. no masks, and then yeah. now, now the masks is like a huge political. Like statement, it's it's, it's it, just the masks thing is just as bad now as it was then. But like, but at least it wasn't like a political. It's it is politically divisive yeah. now. And before it was right. it was just like, well, you know, the masks don't work. Like, right. uh, don't worry about the masks. Just give all the masks to us. You don't need them. Right. You don't need the masks. We right. need the masks. And then like three months later, it's like, okay, listen, we lied. You guys can have some masks. Here, take a mask. Take, take a mask. Hey, here's a here, here's a mask for your mother. Uh, but it's uh like, which that 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 shit still pisses me off. I just thought it was a lack of leadership, and it was a lack of trust trust in 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 the country to to do the right what? thing. So listen, was that not for a specific kind of mask though? The, the N95 95s? masks, but you know you couldn't get any fucking mask at that point. Um, yeah, it's true. I remember uh, surgical actually, masks, all masks. Couldn't get them. The last time I was in my office uh, as a, as an operating office, um, or maybe not the last time I was actually in there, but like the last student that was in there with me. Yeah, it was, must have been the Friday before my trip to New Orleans, and he stayed back afterwards and just talked to me about everything that was happening. He 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 was talking about getting guns, getting as many of these masks as he could. He's like looking on his phone trying. He's like I just bought like a dozen of these N95s on eBay for like a bunch. I was like, "Okay, man. Good Jesus. luck with that." He was, he was getting his guns out and everything too. Yeah. 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 I got to do a better job of getting guns. I'm allowed to get guns now. I'm just going to I mean, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to go out and buy them. And then I'm going to have them. And those are going to be the guns that I take my safety courses with. Yeah. What do you, yeah? Like, That's how you do what it. What am I doing? You go buy you go buy a gun. I just need then... to go buy the guns. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Show me to your you... nearest gun store. <laughs> <laughs> downtown Chicago, get... correct? <laughs> yeah, downtown Chicago's packed with gun stores. Um if you want, I can get uh my brother uh to give you a call and you can chat with him about options. Yeah. He doesn't need, need, need necessarily need to call me. He can just send me a brief email about where he sure. would buy guns and and uh, some of his favorite guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll get him. To, I'll get him to write write you up a little op ed. Yeah. <laughs> so Nick, if you're listening to this, what are your favorite guns and why? <laughs> you know, what size bullet? Yep. That's all I know. Caliber bullet. Caliber is it the caliber? Mm-hmm. Caliber is seems strange because like you would feel like caliber would mean, you know, it's like the caliber quality quality. But it yeah. really is just the size of the gun dick, and yeah, it the size Actually, of the, the load. Gun sperm. Yeah, that's the, the size, size of the, the load sperm. it drops. Yeah. When you say it like that, it doesn't sound as much violent 
so much as as, as violent as it should. It just sounds more, you know, silly sexual. and sexual and, sexual and pornographic. <laughs> yeah, obviously. It's just a gun that likes to splooge that doesn't kill people. It's just dropping it just, loads. It just drops loads on them. Right. Sometimes those people end up dead. Get get the uh get get guns on on the phone. The guys that create guns. Get the gun builders on the phone. We have a a marketing idea. Are you are you their new PR? Are you are you guns new PR? Right? I'm I'm guns new PR. That's how little I know about guns. I just think guns are made like one place by a yeah, company guns. by one company. No, guns is the company. It's like yeah, guns is the company. It's like Facebook or yeah, you know, you know, fucking guns. Amazon, but guns. Right, exactly. <laughs> It's like, hey, listen, you're doing the guns thing all wrong. Uh, they don't kill people anymore. They splooge on their faces. <laughs> <laughs> they don't shoot bullets. They splooge sperm. They splooge sperm. They, they drop loads. They drop loads. Also, you're marketing this to all the wrong people. Children. Gone <laughs> in every children's hand. <laughs> they should be marketed as a toy. They should not. <laughs> you, need, you need to get a gun. Because parents do what their kids say. Yeah, kids absolutely. Say, Mama, Dada, I want gun. Boom. Guns. Gun. Guns of the future. Guns are the video games of the, of the future. What's realer yeah. than real life? Nothing. Grab Nothing. a gun, kid. Yeah, you can only go. You can only take graphics so far, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Eventually, you got to step outside and shoot off some real guns. Yeah, drop some loads. Drop some real <laughs> loads outside. Drop some loads, kids. Here, grab a gun. <laughs> Go drop some loads on your friends. <laughs> Grab a Jesus gun and Christ. drop some loads. We're basically, yeah, we're, we're basically giving somebody an idea to go kill people, and uh, we're that's basically not, chooches. Yeah, we're chooches. Don't go kill kill people. They are not loads, and they're not toys. Just yeah, in totally. case there's Don't any ten year olds listening to this. Don't give them to kids. If you have one, be safe with it. You know, whatever. Honestly, if you're a ten year old and you're listening to this, you know what? You have horrible parents. Yeah. Horrible parents. Or, or cool parents. Or really Coolest cool parents. parents. Yeah, totally. What's this? Chooch chat. Sounds like a kid show. Let's put it on real quick. Let's see what it is. I hope. I hope that's how that's Man, that'd be happens. great. That'd be great. Somebody just stumbles. What's this? Chooch chat. I like chooch the sound chat. of that. Hey kids, hey, kids, come on. Get, get around. around. Yeah, get around the fire. <laughs> get around the fire. We're gonna we're gonna have our nightly listening session. We're yeah. gonna play this chooch chat on our Google Home. <laughs> around the fireplace oh these i just these man these parents suck these days um so uh calling uh the maronis i kind of forgot we, we 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 did that but we definitely did do that uh, oh, we, it wasn't just ronies there we and we did say zombies a couple times but yeah. i for I, I blanked on all the other shit we used to call them Rona monsters, maybe I don't know. Rona, Rona's, Ronies, Rona's, Coronies, yeah, Rona's, Rona's. It's like yeah. it's that great joke where it's like, if if you know if you know somebody uh, who who can't say Corona, they got that Rona. They got that Rona. <laughs> <laughs> who was that? Do you that remember? Was, I think that was Roy Woods Jr. That's such a and good heard, joke. They got that, and room. we heard that on the on Sirius. Yeah. I think it might have been it might have been on one of the trips. Yeah, yeah, I think it was that we, that we took. <laughs> that was that was a good one. I loved that one. So dumb, so dumb. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Also, do you remember doing this, busting through one of the doors, being and saying like saying, "I think I think you said you wake, light him up," and you just start spraying <laughs> the room. Do you remember that? 
Uh, yes. I, I think so. But was that there? I think it might have been the first the first disinfection. I don't was. know. I don't know, man. I really don't no. know. But you but you yes. busting in busting in and being like, light them up, and you just start spraying, yeah. like because it is like holding a machine gun. And, it is. Uh, yeah. I guess I didn't do as good a job. I should have done a little bit better job describing these guns, and maybe I'll try to work it in in the next thing. But yeah. like. It, it is like it's a gun a little you know it's a gun it's yeah. a gun it's and a this gun, gun does drop loads yeah oh yeah little misty loads little misty loads um a poison i guess i don't even know so yeah yeah like you kick the door in and yeah and and, and the gun kind of lights up too yeah know? it does it has a little light at the end of it like like a flashlight so you can aim yeah it's so silly yeah it's it was yeah, light them up, man. That's a, that's so fucking good. I want, I kind of want to do it again, just just, <laughs> just to light jumps, them up, you know? man. Yeah, <laughs> just to light them just up, just to light them just up, light up, bro. Rona. Yeah, man. I just want, I just want to get that high again, you know. Exactly. Also, the, also those fumes did kind of make you high. Oh, dude, I was so tired of that fucking smell by the end of this. Um, the Des Moines one. Ugh, ugh God. The that Des Moines one was gnarly. Also, yeah. also Milwaukee was a little bit rough. Yeah, it was in, we were in that bank. Anyway, that's for the, that's for the future. Yeah, you guys, they they don't need to know where we went. Oh, yeah, that's uh, for not the yet. Uh, fear of no unemployment is so interesting. It's like usually before this, it was like you were like fearing going on unemployment, and then people would be, and then people like almost immediately were scared of not of not being on unemployment. Like yeah, you know, and it's uh, at least am I saying that right? Yeah, I think I'm saying that right. Yes, so, um, people are still afraid of not getting unemployment. Yeah, I know, man. At some point, you just got to fucking bite the bullet, dude. And, like, and, yeah. And you just got to fucking get a job somewhere. Like, yeah. I mean, it's 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 just not – it's just mentally it's not healthy for you to just – I believe to just be just, – just, just stay at home. Just stay at home for an entire year. You know, it's – it's, there, is, there yeah. is no challenge. There is nothing right. feeding your soul. You know, right. and I'm not talking about the 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 right and wrongs of of not being around people and stuff, or not being like I'm. I'm just I'm just talking about you know actually living. You know. Yeah. You know. I mean, like, it doesn't. Uh, we're all too busy. We're all good. No, we're all too busy worried about dying to live, and that right. is not healthy. Good for your health. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. It's not a good. It's not mentally. It's not. It's not good. It, it's it, it's not good for you. Right. Uh. Phobos. Absolutely. A lot of Phobos. Yeah. So uh, dressed like baddies. I guess we were. I always felt like we were dressed like the bad guys in Doom or something. I I always said that where like we were the demons that were wearing the people clothes because we used to be human beings and stuff. And And we have our like faces covered. Right. Yeah. We have our faces covered with glasses you know, and uh, the, the gloves, and even guns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were we totally were, plus the bad plus guys. We were the largest group of people in probably you know a twenty mile radius. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, totally. No one else is hanging out in six or eight people. Yeah, more even sometimes. So like, more, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the at least the, the Davenport one was, uh, the John yeah. Deere one was, and uh. You also felt like a Ghostbuster sometimes too. I, I always enjoyed that feeling like that. But then, all of this would go away eventually because you're just somebody who's disinfecting 
<laughs> the coronavirus. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Af- after hour three or four. Yeah. Of there's no more strange... pretending. Yeah. I mean, you can't pretend the whole time as fun as it is. Yeah. You know? Eventually, like I remember passing the time with just whatever random bullshit song wasn't even stuck in my head. I'd, I'd dig down deep and pull out some random fucking song and just like right. sing it over and over again. Right. Uh, yeah. Would you be interested uh, in taking a vacation to a work vacation to Texas to keep sure. this quarantine travel going? Yeah, sure. I don't know if you'd be able to uh, t- take time away from your work, but you know, it'd be, it would be learning how to, to disinfect in a different way. I remember mentioning that to you before. And uh, it would be, I think it'd be kind of fun. Number number one, number two, uh, make some money. So where where in Texas? I don't know, and I have no idea. But Texas sounds fun right now. Yeah, that's one of two places that sounds fun right now. Vegas does too. Texas and Florida. Well, Vegas sounds fun. Yeah, it's it's Vegas has to be open, right? What's Nevada doing? Nevada seems like the kind of place that dude. They were never closed. I don't think they were yeah. ever close. I have no idea. I honestly can't were. remember, man. They were. They I, were? I know because they filmed the reality show there while it was closed. Oh, okay. And it looked weird. Okay. It looked really weird. Yeah. yeah. But I'm all vaxxed up, so I'm I'm ready to go play with some cars. Dude, I got my first shot yesterday. Oh, how, how'd it feel? Fine. I barely even like knew that she did it. Me too. That's exactly right. Like, I looked one direction, and then she goes, all right, I'm going to give you a Band-Aid now. And I was like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I literally, that's, it, that's exactly how I felt. Because I thought it was going to be like this big fucking needle. Nope. Yeah. 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 Turns out um, it was just the size you, the of my pro- dick. The process was kind of weird. I don't know what yours was like, but ours was in a, <laughs> ours was in an old Sears in a mall. Oh, wow. And it was just, it was like cattle, like we were like cattle, tons of people being filtered through. Yeah. You had to wait for like, and so like they had this waiting area so that after you got the shot, you had to wait like 15 minutes in case you got sick. Yeah. And so you just have these people like maybe about to get sick sitting in the middle of this old fucking Sears or JCPenney or some shit. Yeah. And it was just, I don't know, it was kind of creepy, but not, you know, it was like, cause because well, the malls, the malls had been dying anyway. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't coronavirus that took out the malls, but it's the death of the stores plus the death of the people, and we're just a bunch of people in this dead store trying to not die. You know, yes. it's just some something about it. Yes. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. And uh, <laughs> when I got tested one time, excuse me, I got to speak into the microphone here. I'm an idiot. I'm on my own show. Tony, could you just, could you just uh, you know speak into the microphone? Oh yeah, absolutely, Tony. Um, the uh, they had us like cattle. I'm not I'm not even joking. For for the, this is for the testing. There were mm-hmm. literally, literally, uh, like barn, like like it was like like stables. They were, they had they had they had stables built out where they would put a person, and they had like twenty stables, ten on each wall. And you would just be looking into the person on the other side of the wall who, who's getting tested, and you're on the opposite side of the wall, and you could see them, but there's people to your left and right and to the left and right of them in their stables as well. And I look at the guy to the other side of me, and I was like, dude, this is basically 
we're in stables. Like this is kind of like literally like like uh like you know, a cattle call. Like, you know, and uh and he was like, dude, that's exactly what I was thinking. You know, I was like, Yeah, how how can you not? You know, it's it yeah. was something super creepy about that too. So uh Yeah. Maybe it's just the idea of being treated like an animal. That yeah, that always kinda you know, airports even Dude. even when it's for something fun like uh Yeah. You know, like an amusement park or something like that, it still kind of feels like, ugh. Yeah. That's why I always pay for all that extra shit for the airports. Like, I had the global entry, and, uh, you know, I'm, I hate airports, so I want, I want it to be as fun as possible, and I want to get drunk. So I want to be able to, like, l- relax when I'm there. Unfortunately, no one goes to fucking airports anymore. Uh, so I don't even know why I'm paying for this bullshit anymore. Speak for yourself. I fucking yeah, I know, I know. I was in and out of airports a lot, but again, that's for another episode. I will be soon though. Uh, you going? You go? You going flying somewhere, dude? I'm going. Oh flying. yeah, you're going to New York, right? I'm going, I'm going to New York. Yeah, man. Going, yeah. going hunting and fishing. Can't wait. Yeah, that's right. Uh, shit, you said. Oh yeah, good stuff. Where my father said, "I don't give two shits about him." Yeah, it's still still a good line. Still it's... a good line. It's it's just a, per, a, a perfectly placed uh, joke by by Dave. I mean, yeah, and I don't think anyone saw it coming. No, because everyone everyone's buttholes were puckered as tight as could be. Yes, were crammed into this fucking room. Yeah, and none of you know none of us know what we're about to walk into this building like coronavirus is going to form into some sort of jelly monster and like <laughs> yeah. slap us all in the face you know what yeah, I mean? it's like, kind of like we were like a little platoon it's like exactly exactly and like we were getting ready like okay we're about to as soon as we step on this floor we could all just start coughing our lungs out you know yeah as soon as we get there you know so like actually everyone, everyone was super tense and he just laid it out there and it was just it was it was funny to be honest i preferred him not having a speech because I I wasn't nervous really as I remember until he gave the speech. <laughs> it's like, well, fuck, man, should I be nervous? This guy just gave a fucking speech <laughs> about how I shouldn't be nervous. If I, I hope I shouldn't be nervous. <laughs> I was like, well, I didn't know I was supposed to be nervous until you told me not to be nervous. It's like, damn, man. You know, I, kind of like, <laughs> I thought we were good. I thought everybody here knew we were good. We all we all showed up already. Just point the way. Just point the- and to my recollection, I don't remember Dave getting out on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just kicks you out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the office time capsule is exactly right for all the listeners out there. So all of these offices for months, months. They yeah, looked, this was just the beginning. Just the beginning. They would have, yeah. like, Starbucks iced coffees in the – and. Just obviously the ice is melted, but just still yeah. sitting there in the plastic container. Or there, yeah. there's like food, you know. There's there's uh, it's weird. It's super weird. There, like people's like happy birthday, Frank. Yes. And yes. His birthday. His birthday's like you know March twelfth or whatever the fuck. And here we are in this office in like July. Yeah. And we're just like Jesus Christ. It's like it's is so Frank even creepy. alive? You know? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, is Frank I mean, the one who? Is Frank the one who had coronavirus? Yeah, dude, he might be. <laughs> Frank's dead. Uh, yeah. He had his birthday and died. At least he made it to 40. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, that'd be awful Good if he was 40. Frank. Hopefully Frank was 85. 
Frank is a made up person, but the idea yeah. behind Frank is is, is not. It's true. <laughs> Frank is a made up person. He's not real. He's not dead. We think, but this made up person has has some he never reality. Lived. Yes, <laughs> right. Yes, right. It's so true. This all goes back to the philosophy of living. Make sure you get mm-hmm. out there, mm-hmm. but don't be Frank. <laughs> don't forget to live. Just uh, before you leave the office. Uh, take your cherished uh, family pictures and your favorite uh, cardigan sweater home with you because you don't know when you're going to be going back to that office, people. That's all I got to say. No, you have no idea. Dude, so many cardigans. That was the so most many. thing. That's the most thing I see is fucking cardigans. How many women Hanging out there just get the little chair. chills throughout the day? Also, is there yeah. a more annoying thing than than that? Like The there, little sweaters? But I just because I'm working in an office now, but whenever I worked in an office – I was just like, how often do – every office, every company in the entire United States has someone who goes, is it chilly in here? God, are you chilly? I'm a little chilly. It's like, I'm going to put my cardigan on. And, and like there's like every, every office, every single – every floor and every every tenant and every office has somebody who's, is it chilly? Oh, I'm chilly. Oh, it's getting a little chilly. Is anyone else chilly? I'm going to put on my cardigan. I feel like it's chilly. It's like every 10th chair has a cardigan on it. God, something about that hey, I just John, don't like. Hey, John, what would you bring for lunch? Cardigans. Chilly. <laughs> oh, yeah, chilly. chilly. What did you bring for lunch? <laughs> cardigans. I eat cardigans now. Cardigan, cardigan, cardigan. Cardigans keep me warm. I eat them for lunch. Yum, 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 yum. Well, that's basically all I got. Um, I just uh, feel like you did a good job. You explained the situation, and the situation needed it just as much as we needed you. Oh, I don't have no idea. Shit. I just tacked that on at the end. Uh, <laughs> I really like the more our podcast evolves. I, I I really like our closing statement about don't work too hard and don't but don't stop working. Um, I think it suits the podcast more and more. Uh, and uh, you tacking it on at the end and giving it. A little more of an explanation as it pertains to this episode. It was very interesting and very fun. Um, Thanks. Yeah, because the idea is to work hard, right? Right, yeah. But the idea is but to work hard. Don't exhaust yourself. Right. Well, if if you never stop working, you kind of are working hard. <laughs> you know? True. So yeah, it's like right. don't don't exactly. work too hard. Remember to like live, you know, live right. life. But, uh, right. but like don't stop working. Why would you stop working? Right. That's like part of – that's. That's a big part of the lo- of a living, you know. So it's yeah. uh, I don't know. I like it. Yeah, I like it. It, it. You're you're not wrong. I mean, like it's uh, it's funny how it like I think I think it was actually a thing of my mom's. I I picked it up from my mom. Whenever I'd go to work, it would probably be like a blockbuster video when I worked at Blockbuster or whatever. She'd or a restaurant or whatever in high school. She don't like, work too don't hard. Work too hard. I know it's such an like, old person thing to say. Or yeah, excuse me, mom. sorry, mom. I mean. Uh, like, <laughs> sorry, Mrs. Finch. I mean, like a a, a last generation a cool, thing to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Previous generation. Previous generations thing, thing to say. say. Don't work too hard. Um, and so I just kind of picked it up, and whenever anyone would have to go to work, I'd be I'd just say it as something to say, like you know, like see you later or hello. Yeah, you know, just an Im- impulse thing. So. Right, right, right. But the fact that it actually fits into "Don't Stop Working" and yeah. Uh, the what has become the message of this show right uh is kind of funny because what the show used to be and we'd still say it 
asses with issues. <laughs> just, you know. We're just people that w- really want to talk and reflect on their days. <laughs> like, yeah, honestly, exactly. and tell jokes along the way. Like, the whole point yeah, of exactly. doing it is honestly just, a, 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 yeah, it is cathartic. But it's like, it's totally reflecting on your day, venting, making each other laugh, and then yeah. uh, trying to learn something, too. Because we're just trying to learn something about ourselves. And uh, yeah. and it's easy to bounce this stuff off of you. Every once in a while, we get the name uh, interview some cool guests and stuff. Oh yeah, when yeah when we did interviews, that was real fun. Now, I'd like to I again, that. but this yeah. is but yeah, I think we need to follow this to completion. Uh-huh. And uh, we we need to well, be. Well, you know, we I mean, I could try and I could try and arrange it so that we could interview Nick, my brother, right? Um, and I told uh, your sister that we could, we should have her on for your trip with her right um so you know we could interview a couple people we've interviewed gabriella before but we've never interviewed nick i've always wanted to do that sure that that would be uh somehow uh well that's so ridiculous that we're just gonna that he was never on one and it's it's also ridiculous that he just never visited like he, he visited one time yeah yeah you think he well, he come- visited. He visited twice. Twice was I out of town? Yeah, no. But the first time he visited was like the first two or three months I was in Chicago, and I was doing the play "Happiness: The Pursuit and Other Tragedies." Right, that's right. And he came to visit then, and they were staying out in Skokie, and right. we went and visited you when you were staying in, in uh, your former boss's apartment at the time. Yeah. Um. And then the other time was when he stayed with us. Him and James stayed with us. Yeah, uh, on Irving Park. Just a couple of That's big the guys. Time thinking of sharing a bed. Yes, sharing a sharing a bed and uh, watching Aishinazaki videos. Aishinazaki, you remembered her. <laughs> you remember her too. It was oh, pretty good. I remember Nick yeah. being like, "You know what? This is uh, this is pretty good." <laughs> <laughs> I like. Yeah, it is. We would literally just be, she would just be on dancing in the background. And, yeah, uh, yeah. right. It was on YouTube. Like it, she, was like, it was basically like as pornographic as YouTube got, which was not really very pornographic, but. Yeah. I wonder, yeah. I wonder if she's in porn. I'll look that up, huh? Gotta look for, it up. For somebody else. <laughs> not for me. Oh, uh, yeah. Me. For I'm, a friend. Somebody else is asking. Uh, hey, t- hey, Tony, could you link me the, to, the, to that Aishi Nozaki porn? Oh, no problem. No problem. There's no way she's in porn. She's making too much money off them YouTube ads. Off of just the jiggling, she pr- prancing around in the in, the, in her underwear, spraying a hose or whatever. Right, I can't even remember. I just remember her in a in a bikini, like jiggling. Yeah, exactly. She would just like jiggle and bounce. She like pet puppies, but she was wearing a bikini. You know, I'm gonna yeah. look her up right now. Hold on, while we're on the air. <laughs> see, let me see. Let me just see. Let me just let me just quickly quickly. YouTube quickly, quickly. Do you do you do you remember how to spell her name? I think it's A I is her name, and then I don't know S H I N. My internet is so slow back here. A I Z S. Wait S H I I I O. I think so. S H I I Z A K I. Let's see. Yep, there she is. Oh, oh, I can't believe I got it. Oh, dude, so Japanese spell grab it. your idol. Spell, spell it again. I need to see it. 
S H I N O Z A K I. Let's see images. Oh, uh, there she yeah, is. There she is. That's her. Hot, hot, busty Japanese broad woman who looks like a teen photo shoot compilation. That's what the fucking wow. name of the fucking title is. How horrible is that? But gravure. What is gravure? Grav. Gravure. Gravure. Are, are you on the are you on YouTube? No, I'm on uh Google. She's still doing it. Google. She's still doing it, man. This one's from three months ago. Ooh, three months. Here How's she is sleep here she is sleeping in a bed. It's a nine minute video of her sleeping she just, in a bed. Of her just sleeping in a bed, yeah. She's yawning and waking up. Gravure. An image produced from etching a plate through an intaglio process and producing a print from it. What the hell are you talking about? Huh. What? So, uh, IMDb cites her as well as Google cites her as a uh, gravure adult model, singer, former member of all Go- all girl quartet, IL, IL, and actress. What is she? What is she acting in? Uh, she's acting in that sleeping video. Yeah, I don't know, man. Fuck it. Yeah, I'd give her an Oscar. Jesus. Jesus. Humana, 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 humana. Humana, 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 humana. This is uh, this is pretty good. It's pretty good. Yes, Nick, it is. <laughs> Let me see here. Here's one. This one's from this year. This is a eight-minute video of her walking with a sweater on someplace in Japan. I imagine she eventually takes that sweater off. I mean, it's kind of like a sexy sweater, so uh, she's oh, got lots of glee. Yeah, she's she she lifted it up and bent over, and now she's oh, staring yeah. back at the camera. She's taking off her clothes. The uh, but there is no guys for the people out there. Listen, it's not like it's it's ta- it's tasteful. This is tasteful smut. Yeah, tasteful, tasteful yeah. smut. She uh, there's no porn here. It's only tasteful because there's no nudity or sex. It's just. Right, but those eyes are saying something different. These poses are ridiculous. She just walks yeah. up. To, she's just walking up to stuff and leaning over it, and then the camera. She's got legs I'd like to suck on for a day. And then the camera. It's, it's weird. You don't, why the legs, Zach? Why the legs when she has these huge tits? <laughs> <laughs> she had a walk that could melt a cheese sandwich from across the room. What's that from? Naked and gun. Breasts. Yep, naked gun. Yeah. And breasts that seem to say, hey, hey, look at these. Hey, look at these. <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff. She reminded me of my mother, all right. No yeah. No doubt about it. No doubt, no, <laughs> no doubt about it. I was showing Jackie naked gun because she had never seen it before. And, what? Uh, I know, dude. There's so much comedy. She hasn't seen Tommy Boy either. It's it, It's frustrating. It, it's how it's, is, it's how, so frustrating. How Anyone her age have how is how has she not seen Tommy? Boy? She has seen some ridiculous movies, and then she hasn't seen some of the better ridiculous. I don't know. It's it's it is frustrating, especially how are we how are are we married? Yeah, right. I can't believe you didn't make her watch Tommy Boy. At least Tommy Boy. Now I know I love Naked Gun, and I know you love Naked Gun, <laughs> right. but I could see why she, she might not like Naked Gun, right? Yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, I need to get a divorce and just marry Aishi Nozaki. Specifically the one in part four that was released January 31st, 2021. <laughs> that version of Aishi Nozaki. 
I'm uh, sure Japan could arrange that for you. <laughs> Thank you, Japan. This will go a long Japan, way got... in building a friendship and, and an effort between <laughs> our two countries. Uh-huh. Building being the key word there. They can build you anything. They could they, they can could eat... build you an Aishi Nozaki sex bot. Right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'll here. take the 2013 model. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good model. It's a pretty good model. It's got some miles on it, but you know, it still, still gets the job done. If you know what I mean. I mean, it's got. It's just got the aesthetic I'm looking for. Um, yeah, there's something I wanted to touch on here about Ayushi Nozaki, and I, I lost it. Um, what were we talking about? Hmm. Uh, Nick visiting and Why doing interviews this? with people. Why is this up again? <laughs> Why are we just watching Aichi Ozaki? It was we watched it for uh, an inordinate amount of time. Yeah, because because of Nick, it just kind of stays on in the background. It's, it's kind of happening yeah, again. Well, yeah, we did other things while right. it was on. Right. Oh yeah, we jerked each other off. Uh, took it. Took it. Took a group shower. Totally. Totally. Aichi Ozaki was there, of course. After we jerked each other uh, off. Well, you know, our computer was in the in the bathroom while we showered together. But right. Yeah, she was on the computer. So oh, hundred percent, right? Yeah. yeah, very good. Okay, well, I guess this is a good spot to end this episode. I just, <laughs> I think I... is everyone thoroughly entertained? Is everybody entertained? Um, They're dumb shit. Uh, but seriously, check her out though. Uh, I feel like can't, I feel like can't some recommend of... Ie Shizaki enough. enough. I feel like some of our audience would appreciate. Actually, uh, I know some of our audience would would appreciate it. Yes, I, I mean <laughs> it's yeah. that's A I S H I N O Z A K I. That's correct. And just click on any of them. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. They're all the same. Same They're plot. All pretty much the same. She is there, and she knows it. And you oh, are she, yeah, watching her. Um. Okay. Well, I guess that's all I have. I all right, it. don't work too hard unless you're working it to Aishi Nozaki. Then you put every ounce into that. Every yep. single ounce into Aishi Nozaki. Do not disappoint our girl. Oh, that was uh, that was something. Oh man, it was something I was watching. That, that's what I was. Right. I had. I was comparing her to something I saw on television. Oh no! Here, one last thing, and this is dumb. It has to do with Naked Gun. Oh. Uh, so I was showing her Naked Gun. God damn it. I can't believe I forgot to say this. And uh, <laughs> I showed her to the scene where he comes up onto the house that is surrounded by a SWAT team and police cars because there's somebody inside. that it's a, There's a hostage situation, right? And so uh, <clears throat> he, he comes up behind one of the SWAT guys who has his gun trained on, on the house. And he like... Just pats him on the back, right? And the guy, and the guy accidentally shoots the gun. The gun goes off and shoots at the house. So everybody else starts shooting. The camera like pans everybody else shooting and different shots of people shooting. And then, it, and then it pans back to Leslie Nielsen. The other guy has continued to keep shooting. And Leslie Nielsen, and Leslie Nielsen, who saw the whole situation happen and was the cause of it. Has started shooting, and he looked around like this, like back and forth. Pulls his gun out yeah. and, and starts, starts shooting at the house. I just, it's just so dumb and so perfect, and he plays it so right. 
Yeah, he he's tapped. got the best face. Yeah, he's got the best face for it. He does. He taps on the back. That that guy shoots. <laughs> the guy shooting knows that it was a mistake, but now he's confused, so he's shooting. And then Leslie yeah. Wilson is joining in on it because he he, he, just, he he doesn't know. We're, we're like <laughs> he doesn't know what the hell's going on either. No, no. Frank Drebin. <laughs> yes, dude. Good. I'm glad I remembered that. The audience doesn't care, but I remembered no. it, and I got to tell my friend. So don't work too hard. <laughs> don't stop working. Yeah. Bye. Wait. I'm going to stop it. Yeah. Bye. Seconds away.